0: Hello and welcome to the Locked on Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel and I am Clint.
1: Welcome to the Thursday episode this week of March 19th on this date. We're glad you're here with us for Locked on Bulldogs and the Locked on podcast mm-hmm. network. It's a special
0: uh, it's a special day, Clint. It is. It's Daniel. A, it's a milestone. It's It's a milestone episode for us. It's why there was a little
1: bit of a, you know, if you could hear it in our voices, we were a little giddy. I don't know if you could could get that. By the way, that's Daniel and I being giddy. That's
0: that's that's the giddy voice. That's what you that's that's what you get. Uh, Um, Daniel, do you want to tell the people what episode number this is? It's it's our 100th episode as a part of the Locked On podcast. So the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, Clint and I uh, hosted a podcast before this that some of you remember. Uh, some of you don't. Um, it wasn't that memorable, to be honest I, with you. I, I uh, beg
1: to differ. The lexicon begs to differ.
0: Yeah, the, it, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the lexicon entries date back to those days. But um, but but as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bulldogs Podcast, this is our 100th episode, and um, I'm not going to lie. It's um it's been it's been a journey. There have been some of the there have been some episodes where you felt like this is probably the last one. Like this is this is probably the last one we're ever gonna record, you know? Like
1: if you guys knew the backstory of how many times Daniel and I have finished recording an episode only to look at a file that was corrupted or to look at each other and know that we had forgotten a whole important segment and then mm-hmm. just us be like, Well,
0: no. it is what it is. That was that was fun. But was, was fun. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's again. it's been it's been quite a ride. Um, we appreciate all of you, all of the listeners. Um, that's it's weird that we do this uh, still. We are we're not we're not gurus. We're not um, uh, college football. Uh, paid experts of any kind but we are fans and uh, we wanted to put out a podcast for fans and by fans and um, sure enough a bunch of fans came and listened to it and so it feels like it worked that was that was sort of the goal hey we 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 did did a thing hey mom hey mom look look. we did a thing look at look at us um yeah so we're glad that you're here it's our 100th episode thanks for listening Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Um, uh, you can leave us a rating, leave us a review, um, subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast, email us, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com, hit us up on Twitter, at Um, Here's to another 100 episodes. I don't know. I mean, we do five episodes a week. And so it's only, I mean, it's only 20 weeks. It's you not know. that long. You, I mean, just. Just when you're
1: able to go back to a bar, we'll be at 200 episodes. Just when <laughs> let's the, the travel ban let's, is
0: lifted. Let's don't do that. We've These, okay. these good people have already lost G-Day, Clint. I, well, and now, and now you're... That was in poor taste. I'm sorry. That was in poor and taste. And now you're, you're going to throw that right yeah. in their face. You'll be happy to know that since Clint lives in South Dakota and I live in Nashville, every time we record this podcast, not just when there's coronavirus... We are practicing social distancing uh, every time we record. We are,
1: we, we were ahead of the curve.
0: You know? we've been social distancing since long before it was cool. Um, mostly on like us. college football Saturdays when people are like, "Hey, yeah. uh, can I come over and uh, watch the game?" No, no, I have a virus. I have a weird, <laughs> I have a weird sort of virus. My, I have, came from I somewhere have, in Asia. Hard to track it. I don't you know. Don't,
1: you don't want it. You don't cough, you cough, sneeze, cough. sneeze. Shortness of breath. I have some shortness of
0: breath. That's you don't it. Want that. how many times this year <laughs> during football <laughs> season are you going to tell your neighbors, na- your friends, and neighbors who want to come watch football with you? I mean, I guess you can, but man, I've been feeling a lot of shortness of breath lately. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, just I just got back. some
1: chips from the Wuhan province. You guys. <laughs> You guys, want me to bust open this bag of Wuhan chips? <laughs> uh,
0: too, no? soon. Too, too soon, too soon again. Okay. Hey, too we soon la- again. You can either cry or laugh. All right, that's true. We're doing a little bit of both. We're doing you can either both. cry, laugh, or drink, and we're hitting the trifecta. Hey, so Hey-o. triple crown <laughs> that. Um, hey,
1: today on the podcast, we are talking about Zamir White, Zeus, as many of you call him. That my kid still to this day went went to Vanderbilt uh, last year.
0: Daniel and I were mm-hmm. at the first did game of the not season. Want to reiterate one more time: we did not get into a fistfight with two old men. So, although let,
1: if let we let the did, record show
0: the police would have let us off scotch free for what had taken place. Okay, just for the record, I believe in honor of Zamir White and in honor of proper grammar, the term is scot free, not scotch free. Zamir White uh, played for Scotland County, the Scots. And Scott so you see free. how I tie that in? I, that was free. That was impeccable. Daniel, nice mm. pull. Um, well
1: we were there. And when Zamir White came into the game and the crowd started shouting Zeus, my children thought that um, a Thunderbolt was going to come down and kill very, us. Very, very confused. Very confusing. Very. And then once I explained to them Zeus, uh, every single time they see him on the, t- the, the screen, they learned in Vanderbilt at that stadium. Mm. Is is just incredible.
0: They get back on it. So we're talking about him uh, this episode, Daniel. Players that we need to see something from <clears throat> this spring, but let's just forget about that. We're not going to see anything from anybody. Nope. This spring, um, there's going to be some videos that are going to surface of like people running in the sand or something. And I don't know. I just need. You remember when that? Um, what was it? You remember when that Nick Chubb treadmill video came out? Oh God, I just I just pissed my pants right there where I was just absolute did not even care The
1: old Kroger employee you you looked at the guy with the mop on the way
0: out and you just said sorry bro <laughs> sorry son you want to see this Nick Chubb treadmill video because it it'll, will blow your mind change your life uh, no these are players that we need to see something from going into next year players that if we are going to be the team that we hope we're going to be uh, these guys have to step up and listen there is nobody that finds themselves more squarely on this list than one, Zamir White. Opinions differ wildly, as will be evidenced on this podcast by oh, yeah. your two hosts uh, on Zamir White. Uh, but let's start with the facts, shall we? Last year, Zamir White played in 12 games. He had 78 carries for 408 yards. That's 5.2 yards a carry. He had three touchdowns. Uh, he had. Two catches for 20 yards, nothing really interesting going on there. Um, uh, Your overall impression, if you were to summarize the White's season last season in one sentence or less, Clint, your overall impression?
1: Like second-rate, week-old queso? It's... (laughs) It's still queso. Still it's, it's still freaking queso, people. It's still queso. It's still it's good. Okay. But
0: and a week a week in the fridge for queso, nothing to bat an eye at. No. You do you, not even need to worry about that. that. You pull that you right that? out, pop it in the microwave, you're gonna be good to go. It ain't no problem. Now it uh, ain't fresh from the Mexican joint down the correct. road. Correct.
1: Exactly right. And that's mm-hmm. that is what I feel Zamira White season was last year. Good. Uh, Adequate, not exceptional, not mind-blowing, and mm-hmm. nothing that gets my heart really pumping and racing.
0: Yeah, really, there were two games when he had over 10 cares, and they were South Carolina, and he was abysmal. But Boo. I don't know if you recall, Clint. Oh, I, I, the Who South Carolina not game? Yeah. Who was not abysmal in the South Carolina game? I'll wait. <laughs> yep. Oh, no, our, our robo-kicker. No. No. <laughs> okay, so now that we're here, 100 <laughs> episodes, yay! The only other game that he got over 10 carries was the uh, Sugar Bowl that we talked about yesterday. 18 carries, 92 yards, one touchdown, and I believe you'll have to agree, looked pretty good in that game. Uh, I, I can't deny that, Daniel.
1: I I have a take coming up in the projection that might be a spicy take for all the listeners, knowing my love of Kenny McIntosh,
0: but he looked good. Daniel, there's he no did. doubt about it. He did. I think the the thing about Zeus has always been: if he gets the carries, then you start to see. Then you'll start to see him emerge. But he's underused. He's underused. He's sitting behind great running backs. He can't get on the field, and so we're going to talk about that in the next couple segments. If we expect that to be the case, because this year he's going to get the carries. They're going to be there. Okay. All right, so we'll be right back. We'll talk about strengths and weaknesses, we'll talk about maybe some player comps for Zamir White, and then uh, we'll get to predictions later. Daniel, if
1: you were All to right. tell me the mold that Zamir White is in, his the, the great things about him and the things that are lacking, how would you describe him? Give me a Madden profile
0: for Zamir White. See it's fun it's 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 interesting because Zamir White is more so than any other player we're going to talk about on this list and that includes Jamie Newman who we've literally never seen play a snap of SEC football. We we know the least, I believe, about Zamir White. I truly do not believe that we've seen Zamir White yet mm. at the University of Georgia. I really don't. I think the knee has been an issue. It's been brought up Many times on this podcast, it's been brought up many times by you, the listeners. Uh, Nick Chubb goes down, horrifying knee injury against Tennessee. Nick Chubb comes back the the next year, runs all over North Carolina, but then has a pretty average year, the rest of 2016. Nick Chubb, the following year, two years Mm -hmm. removed from his horrifying knee injury, is the greatest running back in SEC history, this side of Herschel Walker, and that is is a verifiable fact. Uh, so, I believe that the knee plays a role. I believe that the number of carries plays a role, and so we know we know comparatively very little. Nick, uh, Samir White's Nick Chubb. I uh, got Nick yeah. Chubb on the brain now. Zamir mm-hmm. White's obvious weakness uh, is his lack of vision. That's in 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 running the ball. He seems to struggle to see holes to find holes and to do anything but plow straight into the back of an offensive lineman and just try to push him forward, presumably for a yard and a half. Uh, Zamir White's strengths, I mean, if you looked at him coming out of high school, Zamir White's strength was everything. Literally everything. Everything. He rushed for 20 million yards in Scotland County. He was... An absolute all world can't miss talent. Now he had the knee injury, and so I think the thing that he's maybe never going to get back from the knee injury was his top end is his top end speed. Mm-hmm. I think he had that in high school, and so I think the number of 70 yard runs that you're gonna see from Zamir White this year, over under one and a half, I would take the under. Hard under. Uh, over-under one-half, I would still probably take the under. Uh, but I believe where he will lack in the breakaway speed department, I think you will see a lot of 20 to 45-yard runs from hmm. Zamir White this year because he has the strength, he has the elusiveness, he has the moves that – and you saw some of in the Baylor game. When you get him into an opening – he looks very good. He just seems to struggle to find the opening. Clint. Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: That's my biggest take on Zamir White. And the thing that I can't jump on back or on his back and, and ride him all the way uh, as a workhorse completely is that lack of vision. Is Is looking up with his eyes. And there was one point in the Sugar Bowl we talked about last episode. I went back. His touchdown run. In which the safety thought it'd be cute
0: to throw his body at him. Mm-hmm. Um, wrong, um, wrong decision, how's, son. How's, has anyone gone to the Waco intensive care unit lately to check on the young man? <laughs> Like no, he <laughs> he just he came in instead of the coach revoking his
1: scholarship. The kid was like, "No, nah, coach, I, I don't deserve this. I can't. You can have you can have the scholarship back. Find somebody else." Um, Here is what showed me, and when they saw the replay from the end zone angle, something caught my eyes. Zamir White. It looked like he flinched up when the guy came to hit him and it looked like he was fearful and doing mm-hmm. that protect me thing as the guy bounced off him as Amir White rambled into the end zone and for the first time I thought to myself mm, maybe this is what everybody's talking about maybe this psychological war that he's playing with his knee and with somebody coming low on him instead of hitting him high because they know they're going to bounce right off of him maybe he's tensing up on that and not being fluid to, to see where the holes are at I can get that and I can maybe hop behind it If he has the ability to see where his cut is and make one cut to the outside, his average yards per carry is not going to be shy of 7.5. 7.5 yards per carry, if he has the vision, he's going to get chunk plays in a hurry.
0: Yeah, I completely agree, and we're going to get to predictions in a minute, but I just think if you don't think that the knee injury last season was still playing a role with Zemir White, I just don't think you're looking at any of the available evidence that there is for these types of knee injuries <laughs> because it, it it lasts. It lingers. Just because you're cleared medically to play does not mean that you will be 100%. And um, a full year under his belt, off-season conditioning program – uh, whatever amount of practices happen before the season starts, which we have sure. no idea what that's going to look like, but no one's going to be thinking, "Oh, we need to protect Zamir White." Oh, we need to make sure Zamir White takes minimal contact. He's just going to go through normal drills the way that a normal football player would. And I and I get the feeling that by the by the beginning of this season, he's going to feel normal again. And normal Zamir White. If I need to remind you. Mm -hmm. He's the number one running back in the 2018 recruiting class. The ninth overall player in the nation. One of the best running back recruits to ever sign at the University of Georgia. Uh, That's what normal is for Zamir White. So if he's normal, that's very good for us. 100%.
1: And look, all of you UGA fans that want to remind me of his story of, like, you know, doctor gave him 10 days to live. He was in the NICU soldiered up and came out of that and you look at me and you say oh you're heartless towards him you don't like him you should it, you mm-mm, mm-mm. no uh trust no. me i've i've told the nick story to my son uh who had that as part of his past as well so there's nobody pulling for zamir white more than me okay just
0: get some eyes on your brother and you're going to be something absolutely special all right let's get into predictions uh for the year uh in 2020 for zamir white all right, Clint. So let's hit me hit me straight with it. You you teased a spicy take. I I did. So the people can wait no longer. You have you have you've brought up queso, which uh-huh. has already got me feeling all kinds of feelings. Daniel has left. Uh, By the way, when that break was over, I, 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 just, was, I was out of here. I said we got to go to some commercials because if you hear some crunching in the background of this third segment, don't. Don't think anything about it, people. <laughs> you brought up queso and you said you had a spicy take. Now I'm thinking about queso with jalapenos in it, Clint. And I don't know what I'm. I don't know. Podcast is over. the rest of the show. I, Clint will take
1: over. It's been a good over. 100
0: episodes, people. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here.
1: Daniel's got margaritas to get to with queso. Okay. Got to drown them All right, Give us
0: your take. Predictions for Zamir White for the 2020 season.
1: I have been on record saying I believe Kenny McIntosh will have more yards because I think it'll be spread out, I think, this offense. And that's one of the questions we might get to later on in the season is what kind of running back does this offense take, and and will we see the continued running back legacy at UGA if we want to transform? But – So I I think it'll get spread out. I think Kenny McIntosh has got skill. I think James Cook, hello, if you show up this year. But, Daniel, I think leading this team in touchdowns far above, it's not even going to be close. Zemir White is going to have double digits touchdowns, and -hmm. it's not even going to be close. uh, Kenny McIntosh may have three, maybe, on the season. Interesting. Okay. You get inside 25 yards, get you some healthy amount of zamir white okay secondly i don't know how many yards he's going to have but his average if everything comes and i'm hoping it does his average is going to be above 7.5 yards per carry daniel
0: 7.5
1: that's what i I teased at the beginning and i am sticking with it 7.5 yards per carry is what i'm getting uh, at deandre swift his first year 7.4 was yards per carry. Now again, DeAndre Swift, high end speed, breakaway speed. I get that, but Zamir White is going to just bully people into submission for 15 yards at a clip. Uh,
0: 7.5 is what I think his his average going to be this year. Daniel coming up. Let me just start with this for my predictions for Zamir White. Um, let me hit you with Zamir White, number one running back in the country in the 2018 recruiting class. You might recall. Yes. So I'm going to go 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014. And I'm going to give you the four previous number one running back recruits in the country according to 24-7 sports. Okay? Their names are Najee Harris, Miles Sanders up at Penn State, Damian Harris, Mm -hmm. and Leonard Fournette. Clint, are those guys any good at football? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were real good. Are real yeah. good. Are real good. Still real good. Uh, now, Clint, when you're the number one running back in the country, you're good at football. You didn't get there by accident. That's, listen, that's not. There's no. There's no college misses at the number one running back in the country. You understand no. what I'm saying? Like it's not. Unless you come out an Isaiah Crowell, it. Okay. <sighs> wow. And get yourself arrested and get yourself kicked off multiple teams. But even that, Isaiah Crowell ends up in the NFL and has himself a decent career. When you're the number one running back coming out of high school in the country, there is some obvious talent. It is a low-risk proposition. You are going to be a good college football running back. Now, I know the injury, but uh, like I said, I think Zamir White is healthy. And if Zamir is healthy, you put him right next to those four guys as the next guy on the list. The next number one running back in the country. And he was even higher rated than all of them except Leonard Fournette. So higher overall rated than Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, or Damian Harris. Number one running back in the country. Ninth overall player in the nation. Um... Zamir White is going to have a huge year. Zamir White is the number one running back at the University of Georgia, and there is not a 1B, and there is not a 2. There's Zamir White, and then there's going to be everyone else this season. He's going to rush for 1,500 yards. He's going to mm. rush for seven yards of carry, and he's going to have 18 touchdowns. That's what Zamir White's going to do this year. Oh, oh, okay? hot, oh hot damn. He. He is going to absolutely monster uh, the rest of the league. He is going to run through, run over, run past. Um, I think we'll get to, on, maybe on Friday show, we'll get to what we think Todd Monken's system is going to do for the running backs. But I think Zamir White won because... Um, I think that I think he's healthy and he's very good. Two, because I think the system will actually benefit him, even though he's not a pass-catching running back. Three, because there has not been a year at the University of Georgia, um, lately, just in existence. Let's just just in the history of UGA, where there was a more of an opportunity for someone to come in and s- grasp the running back position by the throat and say this is mine. I'm going to take all the carries. Yeah. Everyone else can leave. And I think Zamir White's going to do exactly that. Yeah. And he and if he does that, he probably leaves for the NFL after uh, oh. this season and that's oh, and that's 100%. It.
1: 100%. Now look, again, uh, I, I got my spicy take on Kenny Macintosh, but will I be shocked if Zeus comes in fully healthy with his eyes up instead of the crown of his helmet leading him, but his face mask doing so, and he has that season? I won't be surprised at all. It will not take me for a loop whatsoever. Um, but some things have to fall, and again, namely, can he get the system? Can he can he learn to navigate that and cut well? Uh, and I, you know what, Daniel? Gosh, fifteen hundred yards, eighteen
0: tuds. Listen, I think I think he's going to be an absolute monster. I think he's going to be first team All SEC running back. I think he's going to have an absolute monster year.
1: Gosh, here's to hoping that's the case,
0: Zamir uh, White, ladies and gentlemen. Mere Let's, wife and president. Let's Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're coming back with a new segment that we've you're never done love before. Tomorrow's episode, I think you're you're gonna I think you're this. gonna like it. If you've ever been to a UGA game, and and there's been that guy behind you, and he just won't shut up, moppy haired dirty blonde kid who's yeah. fifteen <laughs> Jaegermeisters in, <laughs> okay. Yep. Listen, this segment tomorrow is all for him. It's it all is. So, so that's what we're that's what we're about tomorrow. Come back for the Friday episode. Um everybody, you know, stay inside, do your thing. Uh, and we will we'll be back to talk more UGA football tomorrow. See ya.